his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast oh we just got a minute here let's try Mark and Vernon hi Mark so I don't share the optimism that your co-host does about 2024 and like you I am an optimist but Todd there's not enough I'm going to say revolting right now at practices that plagued Republicans the last couple of years. There's been nobody fired or imprisoned for ballot rigging. There has been no media who've been mainstream, who've been like boycott so that there's, you know, media would wake up. We don't have the squelching of, well, we do have squelching of other media, and, and it's going to get worse because the more that they stifle speech, the less we're able to. We haven't boycotted woke corporations enough. I just think the trend is not good, and DeSantis might overcome it, but I'm just not optimistic. Well, I'm optimistic long-term, and I think that was Michael's point, but maybe I was just projecting my feelings onto, onto him. But certainly, this was cert- me. there's a lot to be concerned about short-term. There's no question about that, Mark. And uh, your list was a good one. 860-522-9842. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC is it really Rob Lick the Boot? Is the caller's name or is that his middle name? Hey Rob. Hello. Great show again. Well, thank you for being here and making it greater. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, while I was on hold, I uh, came up with another question. But the first question I have is regarding the uh, that school. Uh, the tragedy there where the kids, where the cops sat outside the school and... At Uvalde, yep. Yeah, so now, um, I don't know, if that school was, say, just, just say five years old, are they going to, they're going to knock that thing down? 
and um, knowing it's so close to the border, can't they use that facility for maybe, you know, for usage? But uh, maybe build a school next to that? And then if they build a new one and the domestic violence situation happens and a guy goes in there or whatever, why even kills the teacher and turns the gun now you got to knock it down again <laughs> the uh it seems to be standard procedure now do that, the taxpayers have a say uh, apparently they they haven't raised their voices to object because you know a, a community that goes through that is so traumatized sandy hook was the first one and that's what they yeah. did and now it gets imitated but, you know there isn't much bold leadership these but can't days they, use that building, though? Th they could i think but they're not nobody takes any chances on anything they repeat what seems to be the formula that works but there are yeah. worse things what was the other question you had oh, oh the other question is um frontier um they're they're paying 60 million dollars in fines and who gets that, Blumenthal, or is that Murphy, or does that go back to the uh, the custom? I don't have Frontier, just to you know, make it loud and clear. I don't have them, uh -huh. whatever. But I'm just wondering, if they were to give me a $100 million fine, does that go, where, where does that go? Does that go into the pot? They're being fined by the government, so I think it goes to the government. And what, what purpose to that, then? What, so well, they're, the being fine, they're being penalized, and... Uh, What's Ostensibly, the, the people are being benefited, so the company has to pay the fine, and the people get the so money. So, what's that for the investigation fee? Sixty million? It should go back to the people who are getting violated. It should be the customers. Yeah, so that may be the case. I can't remember what. I'm just curious. I, I just yeah. when I was on hold. I heard that, and I was like, ah, well, you know, I wrote that down. Let me see what you know. Because it just doesn't seem right. Okay, they're paying a penalty, a fine, or whatever yes. you want to call but it. Normally, yeah. when there's uh, when a company engages in some kind of malfeasance, and a government agency comes in and fines them for malfeasance, it should go then, back to the customers, though. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, and sometimes it does. But you know, like the does tobacco that question, or is that, is that rem something remember that the remember the tobacco thing and and how the um, the money went to a fund like smoker cessation they called it that was part of it and and uh, it went to different things the government's in control of that with what kind of agreement they make with the court but the goal is to penalize the company and the goal is to make politicians look good so whatever Whatever does those two things, I think, is the key. Rob, thank you for the call. 860-522-9842. The, um, I'm very impacted. Well, there's a couple of things today. So there's the Project Veritas thing, which is very impactful, which is the investigation that the, well, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, are you familiar with him? So James O'Keefe runs this organization. He's done it for 10 or 12 years. Right out of college, he started doing this. And he, he gets people to go undercover. Or sometimes the people are self-motivated, and they reach out to him as an as a agent for distribution of the material. And they, they do these stings where they see stings as being necessary to, um, to get the truth. And... They stick hidden microphones and hidden cameras into people's faces in order that they can 
get the truth out. And I, I see it as a real benefit. Anyone object to this? Which that shape yes. Right. Yes. So because I can't get past the parents, do I really have as much of an influence as on the kids as I want? This is the assistant principal at uh, the Costco Elementary School in Greenwich talking about how he only hires liberal teachers. And it, it's just a delightful thing to have the truth stated right, clear, out in the open like that. It's a little hard to hear, but James O'Keefe talks at points, and it, it makes the tape easier to understand. I try in my own way, but right now my job is to hire the right teachers. Right now my job is to hire, what does he say? But right now my job is to hire the right teachers. Do we work for the parents or do we work for the kids? Then he says, do we work for the parents or do we work for the kids? And the woman he's on a date with, who's the undercover sting person, says, what do you think? We work for the kids. And he says, we work for the kids. At least that's how I see it. So it's not about the parents anymore. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be about think. the parents, he says. Which, of course, is different from what, how parents view their own children. Here I am holding a copy of the Coscob. This is James O'Keefe now. Here I am holding a copy of the Coscob 2021 to 2022 handbook. Notice how Jeremy Bolin, the assistant principal's name, is on here, along with recently retired principal Gene Schmidt. Now, inside this handbook, we found a quote from Bolin saying, "Quote: Thank you for entrusting us with the care of your child." Close quote. But now watch how Bolin tells our undercover journalist he doesn't hire anyone who sides with parents. Ask me as if you're in a room. Like, what are some of the questions you're So, uh, I'm trying to think exactly how I would So, in a meeting with a parent, you propose the plan you develop for your student to develop these reading skills and these concepts, and the parent disagrees with you, how do you handle it? Okay, so... So one of the questions he asks when he's interviewing people, it's hard to hear, I apologize, but it's just the way it is because they were doing a sting in, in restaurant interviews, multiple restaurant interviews, and the sound's just muddy, but you can make it out, and when you're watching the, the Project Veritas video, they've got, they've got subtitles up there on the screen, and you can read what's being said, but... He's basically talking about how he reads between the lines to find, and he asks certain questions in order to discern whether somebody's a liberal or conservative. And, and he says he won't hire Catholics, and he won't hire conservatives, and uh, this uh, stuff he's admitting to is apparently a violation of the law. Okay, so if someone sides with the parent. So if somebody sides with the parent on something. You let them explain. And then you move on to the next question. You let the teacher interviewee explain, and then you move on to the next question, he says. <laughs> but then eventually the outcome of that. They don't get the job. And the outcome of that is they don't get the job. So you don't argue with the person you're interviewing, but if you find out they believe in the American system of government, they believe in parents being in charge of their own children, then you don't get hired. It, it, this is an amazing story. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Paul calling from Waterbury. Hi, Paul. They believe in the American system of government and uh, parents being in charge of their own children. Come on, Paul. Are you doing this again to me? You know how radio works. Come on, man. 
That's him, right? That's not our that's not our phone system, is it? Well, let's find out what's going on. Anthony's investigating. <laughs> now watch as Bolin reveals to our journalist how he uses a specific line of questioning during the interview process to help determine if someone is conservative, which plays a key role in his evaluation on whether to hire that individual or not. In the hiring process, how can you figure out who's conservative? It comes down to the stories. So, so she asks, how, how can you tell if somebody's conservative or liberal? And he says it comes down to the stories. So... Typically, uh, an interview is 30 minutes, which is not a long time. 30 so minutes. Very areas. specific about the questions. So you have to ask very specific questions, he says. So I've developed a set of questions that I use for almost all my interviews. And he's got standard questions that he gets people's answers to, and he knows the patterns of the questions. And when he identifies that somebody's conservative, he doesn't say anything. He just makes a little mark on the application, and he knows, forget about hiring that person. This guy's the assistant principal at, the, at an elementary school down in Greenwich. And so it's, it's a national story, this undercover sting operation, as the Project Veritas investigations usually are, but it's a Connecticut story, too, and that makes it all the more fun. Hello, Paul. Can we do this right? I apologize, Todd. I wasn't ready. Um, I just want to add one thing, and very quickly, one of the best movie lines I ever heard, and I'm not going to get into a preaching podium here, it's from Oh God, a, a movie with George Burns that came out in the, in the mid-80s, and it was probably one of the most inspiring movies I ever saw. It was very funny, too. But one of the lines goes, Truth is found in the temple of the human heart. And I mm. never forgot that. That's a good I mean, line. I loved it. I, I just wanted to relate that, Todd. And that, what do you? What caused you to think of that? I don't know. You you mentioned truth, uh, truth pertaining to something. There was one other line I want to mention too, and that okay. really hit me too in that movie with John Denver. And John Denver uh, and God, played by George Burns. George Burns plays God, and they're having an interchange. And John Denver says to God. Why, with all the strife and the war and the misery in the world, why don't you do something? Why don't you fix it? And God says to him, that's why I gave you each other. And I thought that was just a fantastic line, too. Just thought I'd relate it, Todd. That's all. All right. That's good, Paul. Thank you for sharing that. 860-522-9842. So that's story number one we need to talk about. We have actual evidence of the way the system is rigged and again i want to tie this into something we talked about with michael harrison that is that the system is rigged because it can be rigged and the question is why can they rig it why is it possible for schools to be universally leftist and and teaching teaching social perception of social issues and culture that is out of sync with the majority of Americans. And they've been doing this for a long time, and they do it secretly. How is that possible? How is it possible that they can be teaching the kids about things secretly that a, a large percentage of parents would object to, depending on what area you're in, it would be different. 
But certainly the average parent knows they don't want sexualized material being taught to younger kids. The schools swear up and down the streets that doesn't happen. And then you hear evidence of it. And then you hear about a book that's found in a library and the material is grotesque. And you say, what's going on here? Well, this is why, again, I have to point back to the founders because the founders are brilliant. And the founders came up with a system that would not allow there to be top-down systems. Well, ostensibly, that's what they were after. They were looking for market-driven systems because they knew if the people in power made decisions in little boardrooms or other small decision-making spaces, that they would violate the best interests of the society and the desires of the people. And there's nothing perfect about what we come up with as people. There's nothing perfect about our opinions, but it's a hell of a lot better than having one person or some small committee of people making decisions. So what do we have now? We have a special interest group called a, a union that makes our policy decisions for schools. And we can't control it. And our politicians can't even control it, or they're unwilling to try because the amount of power stacked against them is too great. That's a pretty horrible place to have our society be in. We should be able to control our systems. And that means we have to break up the unions, an anti-democratic force. They shouldn't be paid with our tax dollars to rig our our education system so that it gives bad educations and keeps going and can't be changed that is horrible and you if you have half a brain should understand that and shouldn't be voting for the people who do it come on man you have to say no to rigged systems and that means you make a competitive system for education and you have make a competitive you make a competitive market-driven system for everything. That's all, and that gets the best results. It's so much easier and so much better. But our politicians have sold us out, and that's why we have rigged systems. 860-522-9842. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher is going to bring us into a news break. We'll talk more, take some phone calls, and... His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You know, do all our usual stuff. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast yeah 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 anyway all these stories they keep producing the corrupt political marketplace keeps producing drive home the same points and and make uh, I think produce a lot more clarity when you want to understand what's going wrong with our system let's go to Bob in Southfield hi Bob Hey, how you doing? Uh, a couple quick things. Uh, the um, in the forties we needed uh, unions because uh, people were used and abused. But now all they do is create uh, higher prices for everything. They don't protect the members and they just steal their money. As far as the Coscop thing goes, I just heard the news on it. I'm glad it's in the news. Um, I definitely. Uh, would like to say this guy should be fired immediately. Why are they doing an investigation? What's to investigate? I mean, it's his own words. Oh, it's union rules. There's no reason to investigate. If he was a a Republican um, or a conservative and he was doing the opposite, he was hiring people to basically say, let's protect the children, make sure that we don't do any CRT, we don't do any indoctrination, um, he'd be fired immediately. Well, you always have an investigation to be fair to the system. That's how they operate. And it is overboard. They, you know, they suspend people for two years with pay while they investigate and stuff like that. But, but you do have to, he could make an argument, say, oh, I was just showing off. None of that's true. I was just trying to impress somebody out to dinner, trying to get laid, he could say, you know, and, and that could be his take on it. And he'd have a defense and you have to have a hearing and stuff like that. That's how government operates so that. People are treated fairly, and taxpayers are treated unfairly. Exactly. But uh, but you know, I hear you. It's it's um, it's too bad that that the kids have to suffer so the adults can get paid uh, disproportionate amounts, and and I think that's what it comes down to, Bob. Why are they? Why are these uh, radicals wanting to indoctrinate the kids and teach them all that stuff and turn them on, turn them into transsexuals? I don't understand, you know, I mean, the, the deep state understanding I have, okay? But why is it spread across the, the unions, the teachers' unions, and the, and the teachers themselves? Why well, it's, so first of all, I would, I would expect it's not most teachers, that it's that inside of this protected cocoon caused by the rigging of the system that turning the power over to the teachers' unions creates. In other words, the teachers' unions as a mechanism takes the people's power away. 
and that power instead sits there unusable. You can't correct problems because the union won't allow it. The union isn't necessarily trying to protect a particular thing, but inside the umbrella of all these teachers, you've got the radicals there, and the radicals might be in control of the schools, and the radicals are in control of the of the local boards of education they take their commands from the centralized board of education on the state level and the state is consulting with the feds and so it looks like on the surface structurally they have this broken up system with the power diffused but in real life it's only one small set of people and small ideas in charge but what's your goal What's their real goal? Why do you think they want to... The, the radicals? They believe this is a better world. All right, so they're sick. Okay, I understand. <laughs> well, they have going. a different perspective, that's for sure. It's not our perspective. But I think they sincerely believe it's a better world if... if uh, if you have uh, six-year-olds, you know, it's the same. You can look at any of the topics, whether it's abortion or, or what have you, and it's a, a question of degree and personal perception. And I suspect if we had a, could have a conversation with them that wasn't all charged up, and uh, we might be able to find some common ground. I don't know. Not with the most extreme ones, I suspect, but some of them over in the edge. WTIC, good afternoon. We'll get to Joe Markley in one moment. Let's get Al in Watertown on the air, though. Hi, Al. Hi, Todd. Um, I just want to say I agree with you on that uh, the union point that you were bringing up in this matter on mm-hmm. the, uh, the Cobb issue. Yep. So what happens is, uh, you know, uh, the government looks the other way while the union plays its games uh, within the school system. You know, they, they scratch each other's back. For example, on the uh, the news right before one of the news breaks right before earlier in your show, mm-hmm. uh, Lamont mentioned that he's uh, turning this over to the Department of Investigation to look into. So what I scratched my head because don't we have an Office of Civil Rights? There were civil rights violations here because uh, people were uh, discriminated against based on their religious background and based on their age. So why is he uh, punting it over to some um, bureaucratic Department of Education? I love that you used punting as a metaphor. What is the purpose (laughs) of punting? To get the ball and the other team's possession of the ball as far away from the goal line as possible so they can't score on you. And Ned's got an election coming up in two months. So, yeah, he's punting it, trying to keep Republicans away from a possible score. Nothing they do is in the best interest of the people. No, and, um, you know, I I myself tried calling the uh, Connecticut Office of Civil Rights today and, uh, you know, called the headquarters, asked to speak, uh, called the executive director's number. The assistant gets on the line and says, I'm away for an extended vacation. Don't leave a message. So I called the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the whole government. This, this that, they the should just have that one message for the government. You've reached this, the government of the state of Connecticut. Sorry, exactly. see you in a few months. This is the executive director's administrative assistant. That's beautiful. Then I called the, the, the regional office that's involved uh, that covers the Cos Cobb area, 
and you couldn't, no one there was answering the phone. So um, I, I wonder, you know, I mean, this is a civil rights violation, so, so shouldn't Merrick Garland... It's not really civil rights if it's just the free expression of your religious beliefs, no. for example. That's well, different from well, real civil rights. On the basis, if you're not hiring someone yeah. on the basis of their religious background or their age, that is a civil rights violation. Yeah, not really. Not for liberals, yeah. not for Democrats. No. Oh, well, okay. Because they have contempt for religion. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Al. Good to hear from you. 860-522-9842. We'll take some more phone calls after Joe Markley. I don't think we have a guest last hour, too, so we'll get the rants in and have a lot of fun. And uh, let's say hi to Joe. Todd, it's not a civil rights violation if you do it to Catholics. That's the key. Well, Cal, I, I wasn't specific enough. Well, if it was being done to Muslims, they you're right. They'd be bearing arms, the, the left. Imagine, imagine how quick William Tong, the attorney general, would be in Greenwich if there were a tape of an administrator. Let's pretend, let's make it really good. Let's imagine it was an administrator at a Catholic school that said, well, if we try to find out if they're Muslims, because we don't hire Muslims. <laughs> My goodness, Whoa. the state would be on fire. Watch out. And, and, and this is, okay, let me say this is, I think this is actually a great day for Republicans in Connecticut. Explain. Maybe. Because, you know, throughout this campaign, I've been saying, okay, maybe Bob's behind, maybe we're not looking too good. But you never know, something could happen that could change the narrative and change the atmosphere. And I think this is the first thing that's come up that has that potential. And I will say, to her credit, Leora Levy has jumped on it. I, I, I just saw on uh, Connecticut Capital Report, she's going to be doing a, a press conference at the school um, later this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Do you and know what time that's that, at? I do not know what time it's at. Okay. I think it's, it sounded like it was in the evening, but I, 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 I wasn't paying that much attention. But this Republicans ought to be all over this. And, um, I mean, a, a test of whether Bob Stefanowski is really going to make a race of this or not, mm. is, is he going to be down there standing next to Leora Levy in Greenwich tonight? Because this, this, I, I've been listening to TIC on and off all day, and the callers are on fire about this, and rightly so. This is a smoking gun, and, um, and, and re this is a chance for Republicans to say, basically, see, I told you so. We've been saying this is happening in our schools. And everyone acts like, like, oh, how, what, you know, that's not happening, that's not happening. This guy could not have put it more bluntly and it, than he did. And it's not just schools. I think you can take this to any issue you want, and you can see the same thing going on. That's right. And, and thank goodness for James O'Keefe. You know, I, I, I met him a couple of years ago. He came into Connecticut for a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. And one thing, talk about a guy that's been demonized. This is a very intelligent and in a certain way, an extremely level-headed young man who has managed to <laughs> who has managed to do this to people over and over again, and it's not what you'd call the normal way to go about it. But oh boy, is it effective! And boy, do we need it! And watch the press in Connecticut turn it into a story about evil James O'Keefe, you know, tricking uh, uh, tricking that nice in assistant yes. principal yes. into uh, into into speaking the truth because he put a, a pretty woman in front of him. Yep, I've already seen those headlines. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Twist and, the story and, up, uh, away from the revelation and into who's making it. That's exactly. And, and the, the news is what the guy said. And um, if, everybody who, if you have people who haven't watched this yet, uh, watch it because you'll enjoy it. It's, it's very entertaining. But one of the funny things about it, what, one funny thing about it is the woman who's asking the questions is not that subtle. I think, holy smokes, doesn't this guy, isn't he catching on to the fact that she's leading him into this, uh, into these embarrassing uh, revelations? But th- this fellow, Boland, is basically a bonehead. Well, I mean, you can tell his ego is tweaked and well, his exactly. guard is down and he's really enjoying showing off. And, and this happens a lot in these undercover videos that James O'Keefe does, where the, people lose their sense of caution because they're so enthralled with their own power. Well, and, and I have to say, knowing men and being a man, um, there's nothing like a a good-looking woman to loosen your tongue sometimes in ways yes. it shouldn't mm-hmm. uh, if it doesn't twist your tongue. tongue. But this guy, I, I, you know, they ought to be investigating Greenwich and how a guy gets to be an administrator that's such a dope as this fellow is, because he clearly is not just in the answers he gives, but in his whole presentation. But, but don't you think that the hiring practices have more concern with whether you are of the ideology rather than are you of sound mind? That is what the tape proves, that are you of the ideology is that if you watch this interview, you'd believe it's the whole, um, the whole purpose of the uh, interview. But certainly that's what this guy focuses on. He goes into great detail about how he the kinds of questions he puts to people to find out if they might be a conservative. And also this whole thing about if they're a Catholic, I don't hire them if they're older i don't hire them because they might be a conservative oh yes if they're over 30 they're more likely to be conservative and have ideas that are inflexible so they he only hires people who are under 30 he doesn't did you hear him talking about all the greenwich school teachers i think they were greenwich school teachers who would be transferring to his school because or maybe it was from a neighboring towns i forget did you hear that part yes who want to come they want to come to greenwich because greenwich pays well they're but we don't old. want them. They're too old. And, of course, it's very easily easy in the hiring process, which is, as he says, you just don't call them back. Yep. You know, or, or if, the, if they come in for the interview and you find out that they might be a conservative, and I, I can imagine what this guy's opinion of what idea of a conservative is, but if, they might, if they're not down the line woke with him, um, then you just say, uh, you know, we went in a different direction. We found what's, somebody what, else. What's interesting is, and, and some of this could be unfair to him, but you don't hear great excitement over bringing together vibrant individuals to be teachers in the schools, people with an unusual passion for teaching, an unusual gift for teaching. He doesn't say anything about that. He's just it, it, talking about how they have to be liberals. That is a good point. And, you know, if I were on a date and I wanted to impress a woman, I would think that talking about my commitment to education might be even more <laughs> impressive than talking about my commitment to uh, progressivism. Yeah. But he doesn't get into that at all. He doesn't say anything about it. You know, and you could make this argument, I want younger teachers because we need innovative people. We need people that grow, can grow, that kind of thing. No, no, it's just we want to make sure they're liberal. We want to make, and, and we want to make sure that they, they know how to indoctrinate our kids. Uh, I'll tell you, the town of Greenwich ought to be 
start it needs to be starting a fund that's going to be called the Catholic Class Action Suit Fund because somebody's going to come after this town or some group You mean of if you think about all the people who will have been will be able to look back and say hey I'm one of those people who's over 40 and didn't get a call back hey I'm one of those Catholics who didn't get a call back hey exactly. I'm one of those you know and those people it's all actionable now isn't it That's exactly right and again William Tong uh, Kevin Rennie can be a pain in the neck, but he's a smart man, and I've always liked him. Yeah. And he had a, has a great little um, uh, ruction today where he says, William Tong went to the legislature and said, I need extra powers to fight civil rights violations. And Rennie said, hey, you got your extra powers, go to Greenwich. And that's exactly right. I mean, not only, should, not only are there going to be lawyers looking to sue the school district and this man, but there's going to but the the state ought to be involved in this. And you know, again, Bob Stefanowski, it's coming up on uh, five o'clock. But I think he should have had a press conference today saying, "If I were governor, we would be moving against this stuff." So what is uh, what is your advice in the other direction? If you if Ned Lamont were somebody who cared about public policy and wanted schools to function well and wanted people across the state on on any of any religious you know if he believed in civil rights and and uh, celebrated diversity what would he be doing if he wanted to project that into the marketplace it's almost too theoretical to ponder todd i know but, <laughs> but I, I clearly he's got the whole power of the administrative state to say we're not going to stand for this now What's going to happen? I almost feel sorry for this uh, this Boland guy because he talk about getting thrown under a bus. This guy is hey, he built the bus and yeah, he ordered yeah. it with those big old batteries so they can burn forever. I hope he had a good time on that date because he's going to be paying for it. <laughs> but but uh, but the the key is going to be that it, 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 the idea is: do we believe? that this guy is the only bad apple in the state of Connecticut? Or do we think that there really is a lot of this going around and it's got to be rooted out? I think there's and, only one kind of apple allowed. You know? I just think there's one apple. That's it. <laughs> you you got you to gotta expand that a bit for me, Todd. Oh, you, you said, you know, is is there only one bad apple? And... And what I'm saying is they all came off the same tree. They're That's all right. of the same ilk. They all have the same flaws by design. That's right. That, and that's the problem. It's either you say, if you're, if, you're, if you're Ned Lamont, as he really is, it's going to be demonize this guy and say, he's the only one. He's brought disgrace on every teacher in Connecticut. And we're going to tar and feather him and run him out of the state on a rail. But if you're honest about it, You'd say this is a pervasive attitude within the state of Connecticut. It's not right. And, and if, I mean, the real answer would be to say, turn this back over to the towns, try to, get, try to break the power of the teachers' union so that people can be dismissed and give parents control of education again. And that's why, to come back to where I started, that's why this is a great opportunity for Bob Stefanowski. Because if you want to make that an issue, and it's a great issue, Parental control of, ex of education, parental control of children's medical treatments, parental control, period. Yes. Um, you've got a golden opportunity on this issue, and he, but he's got to 
strike now while the while the iron's hot. But where where are we on that whole mentality? Do you feel like we're in a good place that people are starting to understand? So, for example, the, I feel that the teachers' union issue, and it's not just teachers' unions, all pu- public sector unions are the enemy of the people and the enemy of good government, and it's now plain to see. That, and that's not an outrageous statement to make anymore, I don't think. We've just got a minute left, but, Joe, do you think we're at a new place where that might start to take control, that understanding? I think it is happening. The trouble is I think the general public remains behind the curve. And the, and the problem is that events are happening so fast now. I think things are getting so much worse so quickly that I'm not sure that the public is going to catch up to it in time to make the correction that we need to make. Things have changed more. If, if you told me where we would be today, five years ago, I wouldn't have believed you, with transgenderism, with education, with, with, with everything. Um, voters have to wake up almost instantly if we're going to save this state and we're going to save this country. Well, so that sounds like a negative overall. You feel like we're running too far behind and it might be hard to catch up, which is uh, that's a little disappointing. I was hoping for a tad more optimism, Joe. I'm afraid if we slam the brakes on now, we're still going so fast we're banging into that wall. Understood. Joe Markley, great to have you here. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you next week. My pleasure. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.